You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Decoded, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you can grow your business. And today, we're chatting all about YouTube. I know we haven't really discussed and really went into the benefits of YouTube on Social Media Decoded, but today, you're in luck because I have a special guest, Christina, who is going to walk us through building a personal brand on YouTube. So I hope that you're ready for this, for the gems that she's going to drop, because you all know I get the best experts here on the Social Media Decoded podcast. So welcome, Christina. I hope that you are excited to chat about YouTube. How are you doing today? Um, Mentally, I'm great. (laughs) Physically, I am a little bit under the weather, but I am happy to be here, especially to talk and share more about YouTube, my YouTube journey and how YouTube and SEO can be really great if you are starting out as a YouTuber. So thank you so much. YouTube, I think is a really great place. And I want us to start out with you letting us know how you how did you even get started with YouTube? And what is your background with YouTube? So similar to as we were sharing before we got started on the podcast, I started out as a natural hair vlogger. I would actually say creator because I didn't start vlogging until much, much later in my YouTube career. So I started going natural, I want to say in 2013. And I want to say like six months after I went natural, I'm like, you know what, I want to kind of document the length of my hair and the growth of my hair as I start growing it on this journey. So what I ended up doing was I posted my very first video. It was like in my parents' basement, you know, typical white table sheet in the back, not looking at the viewfinder, a mess. And I posted that video. And then I think two to three months later, I posted a second video, kind of showing people how to soften this homemade shea butter mix that I had made. And then it just kind of went on from there. So that's how I got my start in YouTube. Right now, I'm not doing that on YouTube. I use the platform completely differently. I definitely changed my niche a few times. I started a few side channels here and there. But overall, my YouTube journey has been one that has had a lot of ups. It has had a lot of downs. But I will still say that if there's one platform that I in this current social media climate that I will still stick with and still encourage people to start building an audience on, it is definitely YouTube. So that's a little yes, bit about Yes, and I love that. YouTube I love journey. that you said that you pivoted and done d- did different things because I have a similar story. So this is good. This is why, guys, I tell you guys I have the best experts on because if you're thinking about pivoting, right, you can do that. You may not have to dissolve your whole channel, right? And maybe you start a new channel. Maybe it doesn't work. It's so many different opportunities. So I want to get into talking about niches because I think this is really important. 
how do you niche down as a YouTuber? And as creatives, we have so many ideas, but, and, and I know you say like you've done a few different things. So how do we really own in on like what our niche should be on YouTube? I think that's like the golden ticket question. And I remember uh, a few years ago, I was having a conversation with another creator on Twitter and we we were going back and forth, just having conversation and the same question regarding niche and finding your audience kept on coming up. And what I end what the best way I can say, and this applies for every platform that will ever come up there, it's find out where your people are and then create content for them. That is the best way to niche down. So I like to tell people that what are you good at? What is something that you like if they, if someone took everything away from you, you would still be able to do this in your sleep. That's the thing you should be creating content around because it comes easy to you. It comes natural to you. It's not hard. And then when it comes to building your audience after you found your niche or decided on your niche, it's about going where the people who want to consume your content are and presenting your content, which they're looking for anyway, to them. So when it comes to YouTube, it's the exact same thing. It's, it's finding your niche. What are you good at that you could do in your sleep over and over and over again and packaging the, packaging, bleh, packaging that in a way that the people who want to consume that type of content, they'll like it and go to where they are. And most of the time it's on YouTube, but it could be other platforms as well. I mean, today we're going to focus on YouTube, but ultimately in the grand scheme of online marketing, you need to go where your people are. So that may not be the most popping app right now like right now everyone feels they need to be on tiktok do you really need to be on tiktok you should be where your people are so um back in like the early 2010s the natural hair community was booming on youtube and so it was a really great time to be a natural hair blogger and content creator on the platform and as such that's the advice i would say it does if you plan on using youtube as a medium Find out the ways in which your target audience wants to consume content and then create content for them. Absolutely. It's like, yes, you have all these ideas, but you need to niche down. And not only that, where are your people? I feel the same way about TikTok. It's like, yeah, everybody's on TikTok, but is your audience on TikTok? I mean, they could be, but don't overwhelm yourself either, right? With all these platforms, because then you'll be stressed out because you do realize you have to create content for each of those. And I do think that's why a lot of business owners may feel frustrated because you try to be everywhere. If YouTube is your thing, let's stay there and create a strategy for that. But YouTube is longer form, right? So it might have, it's going to be a little bit longer video. They do have the shorts, but you know, you still got to create content for each of these platforms. So I'm so, I'm so happy that you said all of that. That was like on point. Now I want to talk about SEO because this is where I struggle. So like you, I started out as a natural hair influencer and I, we probably followed each other back then. My, my YouTube, my name was naturalista86. And so I recently changed my name. So I'm sure we were following each other, but I had to figure out when I pivoted to talking about marketing and social media, like SEO is important. So I want to talk about how important is SEO when it comes to YouTube and how should we utilize SEO when we're building our personal brands? Like, for instance, I started in natural hair and now I'm doing marketing and social media. Like, what's some good SEO tips like to help everybody? 
So the the biggest thing I can say is that it's very, very, very important to learn SEO because it doesn't matter what platform you're on, it uses some form of search. On TikTok, it's called Discover. On YouTube, it's Search. Every platform, it doesn't matter where it is located, it has some form of search feature. And SEO is one big thing that I pride myself in learning a very long time ago, but it's something that never goes out of style. And it's something that will forever, as long as there are there's data out there, we will always want to be searching it. And search engine optimization will always be key to making sure your data lasts well and does well. So when it comes to YouTube, I think people feel like SEO is only for blogs, but that's really not true. The fact of the matter is you can use SEO Again, on anything that is searchable, a very big place that a lot of people, uh, depending on the industry you're in, a, a lot of people kind of neglect SEO is actually on apps like Pinterest. And very recently now, TikTok videos are being added into the Google search results. So slowly but surely, more social networks are utilizing ways to have content that is on their platform available to the World Wide Web through search. So I always say that you should definitely optimize all of your YouTube videos. It's something that is it's long, it's hard, it's tedious, but you should do it. And um, it's something that can sometimes be forgotten, but it's something that once you learn how to do it, you can take it with you to every single platform. I know people who have taken the very small SEO knowledge that they have and taken it to Pinterest and have just completely skyrocketed their traffic to their digital products, their blogs, their even their other social media networks. So search engine optimization is super important. I think it's something I know for a fact that SEO is what keeps all of my videos, even from as far back as seven years ago, still ranking today. Like I literally just got a check from YouTube earlier this week for videos I had posted seven years ago. Like I've moved three homes in that time but I am still getting AdSense dollars from content I created a much long time ago because of the optimization techniques I did on not even all my videos. I want to say five videos that are populating the residual income that I get from YouTube. So I think it's something to remember, something to keep in mind. And further on in this interview, I'll definitely share some of the things that I think you should do on every single YouTube video to be able to start getting it to rank, not just in YouTube search, but also so many on great Google points well. there. And I definitely, you know, like you said, there's search on every platform, right? So it is so important to get familiar with SEO. Like I know it may make our head spin, but believe me, it's not only for blogs, it's for everything. So we need to be smart about that. So I love everything that you said. So now some best practices, and this is, this is where the nitty gritty, because it's like, do you do this? Do you do that? I heard it's like, maybe you, you say the title in the video. I don't know so many different things, but what are some best practices when it comes to promoting, promoting your YouTube channel and sharing snippets on other networks and other places? Like I know I see sometimes people share on Instagram a snippet or they may share it on TikTok or in their stories. So what are some best practices when it comes to that? Um, honestly, I think you definitely, as with all content, it should be cost promoted. So without a doubt, definitely, I think the biggest thing that 
I know has been a strategy that I've used for my own growth is more so the end result is always long form content. Even when, let's say, for example, you're talking about Instagram, you could do an Instagram post, but you may not want to write this long winded caption. It might be better suited to point someone to your link in bio to go to your blog. So repurposing content is something I think it's, if you are on social media, it's mandatory. You just need to get in the habit of doing it where it's like, you've just finished the five minute YouTube video. Okay. You need to make, you need to make a clip for your story. You need to make a clip for TikTok. You need to make something for a reel. You need to make a post. Just, I feel like a lot of times when it comes to social media, I think a lot of people do not acknowledge that it is actually work. A lot of people don't acknowledge that it is, it's, it's a job. Like you are marketing your business. And especially if you are like a solopreneur or like you are um, a one man band, you have to accept that I need to, if I'm not promoting my work, nobody else is going to do it for me. The algorithm is not your friend. They want you to pay for ads first and foremost. Like it doesn't matter what platform you're on. They want you to pay for ads in some way, shape or form. So you have to find a way to promote your thing. So it goes without saying that you have to cross promote. And I think the one that I, I'm always advised to do is to always do the short form on things like TikTok and Instagram and always move people to YouTube, always move people to YouTube. And that's what I do because I don't get paid on TikTok. I don't get paid on Twitter. I don't get paid on Instagram, but I do get paid on YouTube. And so I get real cash money in the bank from YouTube. So it doesn't, it, I just use those other platforms because they might have more active followers or they might have a bit more engagement than YouTube, but I need that traffic. I need those eyes onto my YouTube channel. And so if you aren't cross promoting your YouTube channel, like this is, this is your um, reminder to do it. And you are greatly doing yourself a disservice by not doing it. Um, another avenue, which I really like has been YouTube shorts. And as with all things across all platforms, they boost you when you use the new features. And so I think YouTube shorts is coming up on one year now, but you can really see <laughs> like a lot of growth and traction by utilizing YouTube shorts. Even if you, even if you wanted to do like, if you didn't want to leave the platform and maybe not overwork yourself by creating different pieces of content for different platforms, you could use YouTube shorts or like the YouTube, the YouTube community tab to find ways to cross promote your YouTube videos. So it goes without saying, like if you're posting a YouTube video and you're just leaving it there, you are not doing yourself well. Post that on Instagram, post it on whatever platform you have, post a little snippet on there. Um, one tip I would give if you are going to um, post videos is post a clip of a video and also post the YouTube link. Don't let the pro the platform that you're using auto parse that link. So don't let them convert that link into a video for you. Create your own video, upload it, and then put the link there. What I found is number one, whatever that secondary platform is, you will get a benefit because they're like, oh, you uploaded an actual native video to our platform, points for you, but you're also getting additional traffic from them boosting your your posts or your tweet. Um, you'll get that 
through the link as well. So post native video and native content onto various platforms. Don't just let them auto parse your YouTube links. I've found that you get the best of both worlds because you're getting a little bump in whatever that platform is. And you're also going to ultimately get the traffic from that platform back onto your YouTube channel or your YouTube video. So every video I remember, um, one thing I like to do, I like to use Twitter a lot to cross promote my YouTube video. So um, I will post the video on YouTube, premiere it, I'll post a community post on YouTube itself, and then I will post a tweet out for that video with hopefully, if I have enough time, if I remember, a native video of that vlog or that video from my YouTube channel on Twitter. I've kind I've not I've kind of just left Twitter um Instagram alone. I don't think I've posted any new content on Instagram since I want to say August of last year. Um and I just plan on leaving it like that. Like I feel like it's just like a mausoleum of like what was. <laughs> and I'm just focusing now on mostly TikTok because it's video content and YouTube. So you have to promote yourself. You have to have to have to do it. So if you're not doing it today start doing it you said two things and i had to write it down before i forgot you said two things that i want to pinpoint marketing is hard work is everyone listening hello social media decoded audience and everyone marketing is hard work and you're going to have to put in some hard work to build this foundation because it will be impossible for you to hand anything off to anyone else to manage for you until you know what the goals are, what the purpose is, how to do all of this stuff. It will just be a headache for you. So that's just a tip. It is hard work. So that's someone else co-signing for me saying that this is hard work because I say this all the time. It's going to be some hard work. And if we want to make this money and if we want to reach more people for free, because essentially we're talking about organic strategy. If we want to reach them for free, we're going to have to put some work into it. So yes, Christina did say it all has to make sense, right? You have to make, if, if YouTube is your place, that makes sense. Christina does not like Instagram. I love Instagram. That's where my people are at. It works for me, right? And so which platform makes sense for you? So don't don't say, oh my God, now I got to do this new strategy for TikTok. It, maybe TikTok doesn't work for you. Where are your people? Like we've said, where are they coming from? And how can you best nurture them along the way, right? So I, I love that you said that it was hard work because I'm like, yes, it is, but it can be done. And I want to touch on what you said about repurposing too, because you have to think of this content as an asset to your business. And so you need to repurpose it as many times as you can to get as much use out of it as possible because you don't want to keep posting the same stuff, right? But you do want to maximize your opportunity with everywhere you are, but it is going to be work to edit, cut, snip, do all these things. But in the end, it is worth it. And how this is how you build an organic strategy and reach more people. So spot on. So I want to talk about monetizing because everyone wants to know, how do you make real money on YouTube? I know you you dabbled on it a little bit about the AdSense, but can we just chat on how it's possible for people to make money on YouTube? So I have to be honest with you, I joined the YouTube Partner Program in 2013. And from 2013 till 2022, so much has changed. It's just, it's ridiculous. Like so much has changed. It's just like, I'm glad I, I got in when I got in. I have to be very honest with you. <laughs> I'm glad I got in when I got in. 
I think the easiest way um, to monetize YouTube is by brand partnerships. I think if you are going to rely heavily on AdSense, especially if you're trying to make YouTube a viable, livable income stream for you and yourself and your family, I think maybe not relying solely on AdSense. So AdSense is something, um, for those who don't know, AdSense is the network that YouTube and Google have, which allows small business owners or large corporations to purchase ad space before, during, and after a YouTube video plays. And for every couple of seconds that a person watches an ad, the creator of the video gets a portion of those views or the money from those views. So you might get maybe five cents for every thousand views or whatever your, I think it's what, cost per view. I'm not sure what the specific term is, but you get paid a certain amount of pennies. Say that. <laughs> per, per thousand views that happens on the ads before, during, and after your video. That's the very short down version of what the AdSense network is. And so for me right now, I mostly make majority of my um, YouTube revenue from AdSense. But I, I've been toying around with monetizing in other ways, mostly in the sense of partnerships, sponsorships. And I would say that if you are growing and if you are someone who wants to monetize quicker than just relying on the AdSense um, network, you have to look into sponsorships and partnerships. And I think what I've heard is that you don't even need that many subscribers to be able to start seeing and making money, more money than someone who like more money than what one would make if they just focus on AdSense. You can make that money faster, quicker with less metrics by going after sponsorships, partnerships, brand deals, et cetera. So I I would always say, make sure you're finding and reaching out to brands that align with your content. For example, I talk about, I now talk about business, lifestyle, entrepreneurship, productivity. It wouldn't make sense for me to reach out to maybe some of the promoters and some of the brands I was working with five years ago when my channel was focused on natural hair. It just doesn't make sense. Like me going back to Sensation now and be like, hey girls, I would love to do a video. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) So obviously you want to align yourself with brands that enable you, that make sense essentially. And another thing, which is something I personally am looking to do, so I'm giving you guys a little bit of a behind the veil kind of a look, is I personally want to go more so in the content creator route as opposed to um, the influencer route. And I could be saying the terms wrong or there might be different definitions, but from what I understand, I want to do more content creation in the sense that like I will make a video, you, the brand can use it for whatever you want to use it for. It doesn't have to live on my channel. And I feel like that is something I am more attuned to as opposed to um, creating content and having it live on my channel. And the main reason for that is I feel like my audience isn't as large as it could be to where I could say, I want X amount of dollars for a video um, because of my audience, for example. And I think that's really a great way for people with smaller audiences to be able to take advantage and to monetize their channels and to monetize being a content creator overall. If you can create, like brands are starved for content all the time. Like there are brands out there who literally like 
they need things to post. They need things to post on Instagram. They need things to post on, on Facebook. They need things to post in ads. And they want, they can't just keep on using the, or they don't want to keep on using the people all around the office to do that. So they want to reach out to content creators to create the content for them to use in their marketing collateral and their materials and their ads and stuff like that. So that's what I personally, um, in the summertime, that's kind of what my marketing strategy is, is to approach lifestyle brands, approach productivity brands and be like, Hey, let's partner to approach SaaS products is another thing I'm trying to get into where like things, tools that you and I use all the time. Like we use ClickUp all the time. We use like toggle all the time, reaching out to them, be like, Hey, I can create some content for you. I'm a black woman. I have natural hair. I have a business. Like let's, let's go. Like you can use my face in your ad. Um, and that's a very good way that you, if you haven't hit the golden 10,000 followers, or if you haven't hit 5,000, you can still monetize your, the content you're creating by saying, I will create content for you for X amount of dollars. And the beautiful thing is because it won't live on your platform, they, the brand, they sometimes they'll be like, you know, I love that fact because that this is like completely brand new, fresh, fresh and clean. Like no one's seen it before. It's not unlike some YouTube video where there's like five other sponsorships all lined up in the video. So you can monetize just to come back to the point you can monetize by being a content creator, creating content for brands that may or may not live on your platform. You can monetize by joining the AdSense network on YouTube and you can monetize by brand partnerships and sponsorships. So people or product placements as well as another thing where basically like, like, Oh, this headband, for example, um, I, uh, like I'm wearing it in this video. It was, it was given to me by shopmisa.com. Thank you, shopmisa for sponsoring this video. So I think those are four ways in which you can monetize your YouTube channel and or monetize being a content creator. Point, yes. Point and I love stuff. that you said I had to make another note creating because this is this is and I'm glad you <laughs> said that plan because I definitely have the same plan. I'm hitting these brands up like, hey, I could create this content for you because I hope that you listened. These brands need the content. And if you are business owner, you have a brand, reach out to the influencers to create the content for you. But just know that there's going to be a cost associated. Because if you were to hire a video team and a celebrity, it would be like 50 grand versus working with an influencer. It will be half that cost, right? If you work something out with them. But you have to understand, too, you're going to license this. You're going to use it in ads. And that's like a benefit to you. So it's going to have to come at some kind of cost to the influence because they're creating it. They're editing it. They're making it look great. They're doing, you know, voiceovers, picking outfits. Their family looks great, whatever they have to do. So I want if you're a business owner, I want you to understand the hard work that goes into that. But if you need content, this is the way, right? Fresh new content from creators and influencers that know the know the business, that know what to do, and they can get you some really great content to use in your assets. So I'm really glad that you said that because a lot of influencers should really think about creating branded content for brands. So I hope you had your pens and papers. You know, gems, gems get dropped. Yeah, and something... Thank you. Thank you. It's something I think that a lot of small, like this, we are now in the age of the micro and macro influencer. Like this is our time. <laughs> you know, if you have like 10,000 or less or like 30,000 or hundred thousand or less, like this really is your time to be able to get yourself a media kit, you know, put some of your stats on there, like put that together and go and talk to brands. Like I like to talk, I like to work with brands that I use in my everyday life because it's just easier. Like 
it's easier to talk about, for example, like I want to reach out. I truly do want to reach out to the seller of this headband and be like, Hey, I have been shopping with you guys for like five to 10 years. I will create content for you. Even though I think they probably won't because I think they have like an in-house creation team. <laughs> Nevertheless, you know, you can like you, if you want to make this a, a reliable income stream for yourself, again, I just want to bring back that point. You do need to, you do need to put in the work, like just like you have to market yourself. And part of marketing yourself is also working on some of your own branded materials to be able to take it into the marketplace. So Yeah. Brand sponsorships, content creation is definitely, I think, something that if you don't have a large following, but you make really good content, really look into that because it doesn't matter the number of followers you have is not really something that's metrics driven. So if you feel like you're falling flat on metrics, you can lift up or be boosted by the quality of the content that you create. So if you're a smaller creator, that's definitely something I really want you to like take a look into and and Yes, creators, it's our time. Let's go, okay? Let's get this content created and you can make money on and off YouTube. So that is amazing. This has been a really good conversation with a lot of gems dropped. So you guys may have to listen to this episode a few times because it was some strategies. It's like a masterclass in here, really, if you think about it. So I want you guys to go back to make sure that you've listened, especially if YouTube is on your radar for, you know, the next few months, the upcoming year, whatever, you need to have a strategy. So definitely, I hope that you were taking notes because some gems were dropped and some really, you know, great actionable things you can do right now so that you can reach your goal. So Christina, thank you so much for coming on and dropping all the amazing gems about YouTube, about SEO, about what we need to do. We would love to know, where can we find you online? What do you have going on? I know you haven't posted on Instagram since last year. So tell us your TikTok and everywhere else we can find you. So you can find me everywhere online at Christina Guerra. So that's Christina with a C-H and Guerra, it's spelled G-W-I-R-A. Right now, I'm looking to start growing my TikTok. So I would really appreciate it if you could follow me there. And if you are looking to learn a little bit more about SEO, I do have a training available and you can get that at bit.ly forward slash SEO fudge. And in that training, I basically give you six tips that you can use to be able to monetize via SEO, your blog posts, your YouTube videos, your websites, even some trip to it tips and tricks for how to use some SEO tips on your Instagram posts as well. So, but most importantly, I would love it if you guys could follow me on TikTok. That's what I'm trying to grow right now. But thank you so much, Michelle, for having me here. It was great to talk about YouTube. I hardly ever get to talk about YouTube. Like the most people talk, want me to talk about is either WordPress or personal branding. And I'm just like, you know what, talking about YouTube, it's, it's different. I love it. Thank you for having me. And I really look forward to hearing feedback from all the listeners. And yes, and all of that information will be in the show notes. So make sure that you guys check that out. Sign up for this masterclass because I know it's definitely worth it. So if you need help with SEO, this is for you. So thank you so much, Christina. It has been such a great pleasure having you today. Thank you
Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one. Peace.